mistletoe hanging right over the bed. Girl, you get whatever you want to get. Diamonds of gold, and I'm alone. Girl, what's wrong with you? You may all that trade you anything. Internet and social media versus reality. Sure. Because IG hoes are different from the girls that be walking downtown, literally, you know. Hence why I don't participate in social media. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're getting confused. Seriously, getting confused and thinking about that is real life. It's yeah, the norm. It's the norm, you know, and it's not. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's disgusting because, you know what, real talk. A lot of the girls that I see like on IG, just some of the things they're doing, I'm like, yo, seriously, you know, like really, like why? And you know what? And I'm like, man, I got nephews and nieces and shit. They go in the world, be they see ass, 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 and I'm like, oh, crotch. They have crotch crotch things. Yeah, I saw poom poom on my side. Like I was, I haven't seen this. Do you know what I saw today on my Instagram feed that was actually the most disturbing thing I've seen in like months? Dr. Miami, right? That like plastic surgeon, that very well-known plastic surgeon. Apparently his Snapchat's on and popping, you know, always doing surgeries and like dancing in his surgeries and stuff like that. So I guess he did, I don't know what the procedure is called, but it's basically the procedure where you take out the excess, I guess, fat out of vaginal lips to make it just like nice and smooth like a baby's vagina maybe right so it like he basically like took a picture of like the beef curtains he took a picture of the before vagina the after vagina and what was taken out of the vagina if i like can find it the picture i'll show you guys it was disturbing i was like how is this on instagram i don't understand (laughs) there's two vaginas and then what was taken out of that vagina i'd report that picture seriously (laughs) it was so disturbing i was like how yeah that's ridiculously inappropriate yeah so it's all good because it's just on you know it's a medical procedure yeah yeah i don't i it's when guys say things like, oh, you liked it. Oh, you liked it when I touched your boob. Oh, you liked it when I slapped your ass. It's like, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't invite you to do anything like that. I didn't want it. And now you trying to do this like psychological bullshit where you're yeah. telling me that I liked it. It's, it's just an insult. It's an insult to your intelligence. Yeah. It, it really, really is. is. Like, it's, it really is. How can you tell me what I think? You exactly. don't even know me. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. You can't think for me. Oh, God. Like, clearly felt it knew you. To grab it, <laughs> but no, you're right, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, See, I was, I was raised right that that is absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. Just so you, so you've never street harassed anybody. No, I have not. Because first of all, I don't think I have the lever for that. I don't think I can actually do it. First of all, because I have sisters and I have moms, right. and I would mm-hmm. never want that someone to do that to right. my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that, that's my mindset: is would I do something to somebody else that I would not want to be done to me, or mm-hmm. do that I love? Preach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. So I don't, I don't see the need for it. I don't. I mean. Girls, guys, we're all human beings. Why yeah. come you just treat each other with some respect? Yeah, Amen. you know that is Amen. that is Amen. you have compassion. For that's sure. a trait a lot of people don't have. Well, this is the sad reality <laughs> of life. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's that's sad. it's sad to say, but you are somebody who thinks about, well, you know, if that were me, right. how many people like in their everyday life think about Stop if it. that were me? For sure. You know, if that were me, if well, that's I a was, selfish mentality. Exactly. When, we talked about it earlier, yeah. Okay, I've been patiently waiting. Oh, I know. <laughs> patiently. Okay, so. Okay, so first, first off, I don't agree with men heckling women whatsoever. It's not, it's not a classy look whatsoever. Absolutely. And right off the bat, it's a self-image thing. I will say, hands down, guys have a have a weaker self image than women do. One hundred percent. And for and a lot of guys, there's a lot of, I'm and I'm gonna say boys and males. 
don't compare them to men because exactly. a man would never yeah. do that. Yeah. A gentleman yeah. would never heckle a woman. Right. A boy heckles a lady Absolutely. or a woman. You know what I mean? But at the same time, though, after that, women need to gut check men more. Yeah. Women need to, all women across the board can't allow any guy to do that because if one lady does, allows it, guess what? Ripple effect. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But I'll go back and say it needs to be men across, boys across the board need to start becoming men mm-hmm. and actually start doing some chivalry work mm-hmm. and actually start like having people skills and actually start like treating a woman the way she needs to be treated. Because then if not, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. And you get women being scared of men, mm-hmm. which it should never be the case. Well, we don't have enough men teaching these boys to be men in the first place. Right. This is true, too, because yeah. a man can only get his masculinity from another man. Mm-hmm. He can't get it. And, and I well, and, 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 and I hate to say it, and... which is so unfortunate because the reality of it is, is like hip hop culture. Like, I love it and whatnot, but it does not it does not create a good a good positive role model for young men out there. Yeah. Never it does. doesn't, yeah. Never you know, mm-hmm. and. And that needs to change because then young boys see that the way that these rappers talk in their videos or music videos or whatever, like, hey, mommy, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they go and try and duplicate that in real life. And it's like huge disconnect. Yeah. Huge. And then huge girls disconnect. Too, right? You know? And so and it's okay. It's yeah. 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 For sure. yeah. So, Absolutely. and you know, it's so crazy because me and my girlfriend the other day, we were in the car, we were driving, we're moving, found an old CD. Jesse's child, right? It's on the wall, right? Like, oh, love that album, right? <laughs> in, girl, right? Yeah. We're driving, we're dancing, we're singing, and this one song came on. It was like uh, talking Beyonce singing. She's like, oh, you know, like why is it always so hard to leave him when he does wrong to us? Mm-hmm. Why do we always find the strength to stay? Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I've had enough, but I'm staying. All this kind of stuff, and we're in there like, mm. mm-hmm. and then I'm driving. I'm like. This CD came out when I was like in grade three. Yeah. And I was listening to this when I was in grade three. Absolutely. Me too. And this girl's telling me that, you know what, doesn't matter how bad it is, how much wrong he's done to you, you will forgive him. You should forgive him. And I'm talking, I'm looking at my girl, I'm like, I'm watching her. She's like, ooh. I'm like, Chad, no, stop, man. Yeah, do, sure. do, do you see what's happening? She's like, sure. what? I'm like, dude. Ah, this music. It's the music. It's teaching us. It's teaching us the social narrative for how we're supposed to communicate with guys. Mm-hmm. We were listening to this when we were in grade four. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you know what I mean? That's, imagine that has been played in the back of your mind subconsciously mm-hmm. yep. from then up, up until, until now. Yep. So yep. now whether or not you're aware of it on a subconscious level, it is dictating you mm-hmm. on a conscious level. And now it's like, man, like all these little things. And the fact that you're aware of that, I love that. Self-awareness. All about that. Because at the end of the day, listen, there's nothing wrong with thinking what you think. Yeah. The difference is whether or not you actually go and do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or and whether or not you thought. say it. Wasn't you know? And I mean, and again, oh, if, if, if we want to go into faith and whatnot, man, evil spirits, I'll say it. Because sometimes it's not you. Yeah. Straight. Sometimes it is not you. <laughs> and, if, and you know what I mean? And, and you get into your voice. If you yeah. listen to everything that's in your voice, I would say up to 60% of it is fluff. Sixty percent of it is fluff, and I, and 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 at the end of the day, are you gonna fuel the positive, constructive voice, mm-hmm. or are you gonna are you gonna fuel the negative one? Whatever. And listen, we all have our vices. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, but we all have a choice to actively be like, hey, like let's be positive and proactive, or let's be destructive and negative. Mm-hmm. And that to me is where. And and unless 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 you actually have a mental disability or whatever the case might be, 
or a condition, that's where I'm like, you you had a say in the matter. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's why God gave you free will. Yeah, you had a yeah. choice to make. Yeah. You had a choice to make. And so, and, 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 you are right now the sum of all your decisions in the past, mm-hmm. positive and negative, like it or not. Yeah. And today, at this current moment, you have a choice to make. You can go left, you can go right. Mm-hmm. And every decision, positive and negative, will have an equal or opposite reaction, like it or not. Isn't that's it right. uh, in the Bible, God says that everything that I wish for you is nothing but love, love. And, and, you know, and peace. So anything that comes to you that isn't that, that is not me. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you get these negative thoughts in your head. That's not you. Totally. You are made of love and light, you know, like you should just follow that. So if you are having those thoughts, you already know off the bat, you know what? That's not how I think. Mm-hmm. That is not how I think. That is not what I should be thinking. Mm-hmm. I know that my thoughts should be positive, clear, love, peaceful, all those things, mm-hmm. you know, and anything other than that is, yeah. it's not Amen. you. It's not Amen. you. That's your ego. That's so, everything else. It's so experience. so what would you guys say to guys? Because I've asked this question to guys before that have street harassed women. And I've said to them, like, why is it that you do this? Like, why do you, why do you feel the need to grab me and be like, hey, ma, what's up? Like, why do you do that? And they say, well, for them, that's the most basic way of communicating to a woman. If I see a woman that I like the look of, I'm going to go to her and talk to her. So a lot of men, this is their argument for why they think what they're doing is right. So what would you say to them in response? The best way you can communicate with me is just talking to me, mm-hmm. introducing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, any it, anybody who comes and shakes my hand, like right at the back, I'm like, okay, thank you. We have that. Okay, okay, <laughs> we okay, have okay. That. okay let me ask you, you a question. What? Let me ask you a question. So, say you're walking down the street in New York City, right? And every five to seven minutes, there's a guy that's saying, "Hey, hi, hi hello, beautiful." My name is Marcus. What's your name? And he comes at you like not not rude or anything, like fairly respectful, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, you don't really have time to be talking to Marcus. Like mm-hmm. you have somewhere to go, blah, blah, blah. You know, at the end of the day, you know he's trying to fuck, so it is what mm-hmm. it is, right? But he's respectful about it, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the next five, yeah. seven minutes. Another guy, hey, my name's Anthony. What's your name? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, again, respectful. Mm-hmm. But it keeps happening over and over again. So it's like, it, it almost gets annoying. So the yeah. point where it's like, I just want to walk without yeah. having to be trapped in your male gaze every five yeah. to seven minutes. Do you know what I mean? Like, regardless of whether you're mm. you're being nice about it or not, okay, I, res- I understand that. And it's nice that you're doing that. But it's not like men have to worry about that. They don't yeah. have to worry about women walking down the street. Or they don't have to worry about walking down the street and women stopping them mm-hmm. every five to seven minutes. Like, hey there, my name's Charity. What's your name? Like, they, yeah. that's not, we don't have, they don't have that problem. But mm-hmm. we do, right? Where we're just trying to survive and we're just trying to, Make it to the bus stop or make it to the subway. Therein lies the dynamic between a man and a lady. Mm -hmm. Men are created to go after what they, we are visual, right? And so to counterbalance that, there's a right way and a wrong way to say everything. So if Marcus is like, hey, beautiful, how you doing? Whatever, whatever. And it's like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm awesome, Marcus, but I have somewhere I need to be. Have a good afternoon. Exactly. And the discussion. You know what I mean? Okay. Change that whole situation, right? Right. Like, my mom always taught me, you know what? You should always acknowledge everybody. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't even have the time, just acknowledge them. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, oh, thank you. You know what? But I got to go. I'm going to keep going. You know? Mm -hmm. Regardless of how annoying it is. You know? Mm -hmm. Because everybody just wants to be acknowledged, too. Mm -hmm. Which is just human. Every Like, that's that's just human nature. Nature. We want to be acknowledged. Mm -hmm. And you should acknowledge everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, and it doesn't mean that you have to, like, if some guy was like, hey, how you doing, beautiful? You look really good. Fuck off, man. I got somewhere to go. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, ooh. 
Yeah. She's ugly inside. Mm-hmm. She's totally. not the flower right. I thought she was. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like, you ain't my cinnamon apple. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? From a lady's, lady's perspective, all she has to say is, you know what? I have somewhere to be, but if you want to join me on this walk, then let's go. Right. Like, walk with right? me. Right? So if that's the case, then. This way. Right? If, that's, if, that's, if your intentions are really true, yeah. then let's, let's go. I'm walking to the bus stop. Let's go walk together. Because mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. stand here because my bus is going to leave it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Provided she's in the mood. For right? sure. So for sure. deal with that. Right? Okay. All right. Fair. All right. Now we're moving on to a topic that Grace was excited about. Prenuptial agreement. (laughs) I like to call it legislating love. And the reason that I like to call it that is because it basically comes from wanting to protect your assets that you worked so hard for before you came into a marriage. Now everybody knows like without a prenuptial agreement, a male or a female could take half of whatever the male or the female or whatever, you know, compilation of a relationship you're in, can you can take half, basically, of your partner's earnings or assets or whatever the case is. A lot of people are leaning towards prenuptial agreements so that they leave the relationship with what they came with, which makes logical sense. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to love, it's not all that logical, which is why there's a debate over it, whether that's something that one should do, whether it's something that one should not do, because it taints the sanctity and the innocence of the relationship, because it makes it more about things than about the love that has bonded you guys together in the first place. And also, I wanted to ask you guys whether you thought that it really makes a difference between whether a man draws up a prenuptial agreement that and he gives it to his wife to sign versus a woman who draws up a prenuptial agreement and gives it to her husband to sign. So, Grace, I'll start with you. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> Starting off, like like you said, the prenuptial agreement is about stuff. But on my end, I am pro-prenuptial agreement, mm-hmm. but it's not about the stuff for me. Mm-hmm. It's about the way the relationship evolves, mm-hmm. right? When you start out in a relationship with somebody, it's all lovey-dovey. Mm. And then you start finding out they fart in their sleep. They, like, you know, like to their boogers. You know? <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah. right? And also, while you're finding out those kind of things, you're also figuring out how they live, right? Mm. And if you're going to go walk down that aisle, which I almost did, but I did it, mm-hmm. thank God, um, <laughs> you find out, okay, what's their money sense? Mm. What's... What are their future goals? What's this? What's that? That's what I'm, I'm, I'll be outlining in my prenuptial agreement. Okay, from the year one to five, this, like, you know, if this and that and that is accomplished, then a new one is drawn up. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. There'll be postnuptial agreements as mm-hmm. we go because everybody changes. I might be the one who, in the end, is like the bad seed, the bad apple. Mm-hmm. Let's switch it up. It's not about me now. It's about you protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a two-way game. And like when you ask if it's a guy, obviously some people are very sinister mm-hmm. in this life. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um, so I understand mm-hmm. when a guy, he's already made himself. He's like pushed himself to that point, And here comes... You can call him your gold digger or whatever you want to call him, Russian mm. bride. Uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> shade, but no shade, but shade. All tea. <laughs> so they walk in, you know, they might bear one or two kids just for the purpose of mm-hmm. securing themselves mm-hmm. in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, they leave with half or even more mm-hmm. of what you have. Is that fair? I don't think so. Cause mm-hmm. it's most of the time, most of this 
women are driven not about the kids they have, they're driven about themselves. Mm -hmm. The kids just end up becoming an accessory, yeah. right? So in addition Honest. to yeah. that. And then when it's a woman who is drawing it up, I think she's also trying to secure herself because some men are manipulative. Sure. Let's sure. be honest. Mm -hmm. It's like, huh, I know I dismantized you. Yeah, let's sign this. You yeah. know, yeah. like, yeah. You, you know, but when you're there, you're like, so you know sometimes that right there is just like your, you know your security blanket right? but aren't those all things that you do when you begin dating somebody and i was afraid that was advocate thank you go right because why are you even getting to that point and just figuring out that person now weren't you supposed to go through the stages of getting to know each other yeah which is the like last the one year thing, about, like, but, but on the flip out. side a lot of people can hide who they really oh, are that is very true very because long I have dated exactly <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it is possible yeah. on both sides I see the point for having one and not having mm -hmm. one but yeah. if you're afraid that the person is hiding who they are should you be marrying that person but that's the no. you may not know they're hiding who, who they are yeah. You're so good at hiding who yeah. they are that you don't find out until 40 years on the line. It's like, oh, I really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then oh, you find Jesus. out, oh, he has it's another real. wife and two other kids somewhere down South America mm -hmm. or something. It's It's been known to happen. Yeah. It's been known mm -hmm. to yeah. really happen. So yeah. I do understand having a prenuptial, but at the same time, it's love. I'm, I'm old no, school I, romantic. You know, okay, you know what? Go ahead. I agree 100%. And I was going to say, all is fair in love and war. Mm -hmm. However, I like to think, listen, at the end of the day, with the prenup, I'm all for it. In the sense of that, let's assume if this is really about love and not money, let's sign the prenup. Because Lord mm -hmm. knows it's right. death do us part exactly. anyway. It matter. So it matter. so if that's right. the case, let's sign it. Right. And if I die, guess what? You still get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever the case. And if you die, I still get it coming in, whatever. And if for whatever reason, guess what? We sign this prenup and guess what? It just doesn't work out, then awesome. Sweet. I walk away with what I came into this relationship, and you walk away with what you walked into this relationship. And if through the generosity of my heart, I decide to give a little bit more, cool, sweet, awesome. And if not, then guess what? All is fair in love and war. Right? If, if that's the case. Because in, in my mind, what's the point of the prenup then? If it's not love, love. In the first place. It was, it was never about love in the right? first place for a lot of these people. And I think mm -hmm. another big thing, people don't understand the meaning of giving mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. at all you know which is something this is why i don't accept gifts mm -hmm. <laughs> like from guys because or so like just trying to help me out because it's, it. yes like yeah. what is your reasoning for this mm -hmm. because there's always you're gonna throw it back in my face and well i did this for you oh okay yeah. well you did that for me because you wanted this out of me mm -hmm. yeah. you didn't do that because you felt like out of your heart that you know what for my sure. friend is struggling i'm trying to help sure. her out mm -hmm. that's for it sure. it's like no i will you know maybe it's like might get my foot in the door yeah. and maybe she might give me some now you know like instead of expecting for me to but it's real you know and like that's why it's i like to me i'm a very giving person mm -hmm. you know like i give because i want to give i'm not totally. asking to i'm not giving to you because i expect something out of you mm -hmm. i'm giving to you because i honestly truly genuinely want to help or give this to you make you happy whatever mm -hmm. and you know what say we break up say we were even just friends and we're not friends anymore keep it because it's still yeah. yours. I meant to give for it sure. to you. I'm not going to be like, hey, yo, give me back that iPod. I bought you back in, you know, 2010. Yeah. Yeah. It's just happened. Since we ain't friends no more. And it's for like, sure. what? 
Like mm-hmm. I, this was a gift. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, the, but yeah. the problem is drawing a line between people that actually accept the gifts for for given sake or who want to manipulate you to get more. Exactly. Right? That's, that's what the problem yeah. lies. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, you might be of a given nature, but a lot of people are of takers. Always yeah. taking, takers. receiving nature, and mm-hmm. never giving back. And trying to milk you to you dry, right? So and that's you have to be both. Exactly. You have to be both. You Human beings, be we need to take from each other. You know, but and we're supposed to give more... to each other. There needs to be that reciprocity between us, right? But it's and and I think that's what's missing. And for me, that's the whole reason why I would have a prenup drawn up. It's mm-hmm. it's because if I don't see that reciprocity, I have this my yeah. blanket right here that <laughs> tells you you're not entitled to anything that's yeah. mine. But, but should you go into a relationship with someone like that to begin with? But like we said, when we point back, right? You never really know a person, I, and this can go for like. For people who have been married like 20 years, mm-hmm. you, the love of your life, you're like, yeah, I have had the love of my life. But sometimes I look at the shady shit he's mm-hmm. done and I'm like, fuck, you were shady. Mm-hmm. Like you were real shady, but I still loved you all the same. Would I walk down the aisle with you today? I probably mm-hmm. would. But that would be something I would include in there because everybody has flaws. Yeah. And knowing that flaw and putting that flaw in writing that I do know this is your flaw yeah. and I don't want it in the end to come and bite me in the back. Right. When you think about it, when you go and get a credit card from the bank, the bank is like, you are getting into an agreement with that's them. Enough, right? Even though you that's money for you to spend, you have to pay it back, right? Yeah. There's that give and take if mm-hmm. you want to put it that way. So playing devil's advocate, I, I, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. 100%. And what I'll say to that though is then I think you are, you're making conditions for love now. Mm. Because love is supposed to be something where you give it with no strings attached mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. And that's where that concept of unconditional love mm-hmm. comes from. But it has to be from both parties. Hey, I w- sir, sir. Okay, so herein lies the struggle now. Because when you are in a relationship, you are supposed to give 100%. That is unconditional love. The challenge with that is, you yourself don't have anything to be replenished with. But if your significant other, i.e. you, are doing the exact same thing to me, guess what? Now my love tank is full. Mm-hmm. So now it is reciprocal. Yeah. The minute the minute yeah. that it stops, that's, the that's where the challenge lies. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in this day and age, givers, takers. I will just take and take and take. And then guess what? You'll keep giving and giving and giving, thinking that I will change. And it doesn't happen. And, and then one day. I think that's my problem. I can't wait for you to change. I'm like, fuck you, shit. Fuck you. You see? You see? You see? And therein lies the challenge. Because, I don't wait. Right? But but with that being said, though, that, and I and I hate to say this, but that involves you being like, something needs to change here if this is going to continue. Yeah, and if it doesn't, mm-hmm. as hard as it is, we can't be together. Exactly. Because and you don't deserve to be with someone like that. Dating your ideas, like your ideology, like how you think a relationship should be, like Ooh, like coming back to what you're reality. talking about, like conditions. Yeah. Like I will be with you based on this. My yeah. level of loyalty will be based on this and mm-hmm. how I'm gonna be. So you're so you don't even really love the person. It's just that you're basing it off of how you feel and think about the situation or how you want it to be. Well, in in a way it will be dating your ideas but yeah i don't know you have to find somebody who is in the same mindset as you right and and, and like my current partner we have the same feelings on everything not because oh we hate love or all that kind of stuff 
we both love love but at yeah. the same time if you've been burnt like maybe once or twice mm-hmm. you then have this kind of like okay is somebody for real or is somebody is not for real mm-hmm. kind of thing you you have that open like door but not everybody is going to be on the same page as you right yeah. so you have to find that person who's on the same page as you because like he said if I put a prenup on the table and he signs it, it's like, okay, this person is in it for the long mm-hmm. run. But I feel like, uh, like, yeah, wait, I, sure. I gotta read it. Uh, I gotta take it to a lawyer friend. Oh, mm-hmm. that lawyer friend, I gotta take it to somebody else. And it's, you have mm-hmm. that sort of like, okay, this is gonna be on shaky ground. So maybe I need to check out. Right? And that comes back to people just playing a part playing acting like they're along with mm-hmm. it and that they're down for the ride awesome. and that they're down for you you know and you not being really able to suspect it because i mean mm-hmm. i'll tell you myself firsthand i am a victim of dating a sociopath i had somebody who blinded me like like love is blind like, <laughs> like i don't even know what to say because like and it's funny because like the number one thing like when people ask me like, like man what a crazy situation everything that was going on how did you find yourself dating somebody like that right i'm like you know what at first like I could not see it. I didn't see it. He covered it so well. But there was always, there, like, there had to have been some red flags. There had to have been some red flags. Because there's always red flags, yeah, right? And even though, like, when I would think about the red flags that did come up, I would often be like, oh, my God. Like, you know what? Like, I did question myself. I would say the number one mistake that I made for myself. You didn't listen to it. I didn't trust my own intuition. You listen to your gut. I didn't listen to my own intuition. And I was like, you know what? I'm more invested in love my idea of what love is as opposed to what myself was like, yo, nigga, get the fuck out. He crazy. Yeah. He crazy. And I'm like, no, no. Mm-mm. This is the one. This is it. Yeah. I'm love his baby. We gonna get married. Yeah. Hey, fast forward two years later, I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, no. shit is real. Mm-hmm. People will play you. That's why you don't go into marriage with somebody you've just known for a few months. Wait, that's this is about marriage. Hey, man. It takes really getting to know the person. Yeah. Taking, taking your time. That's yeah. why I don't get why people get married after six months. That's ridiculous in mm-hmm. my life. I got engaged after three, three months. <laughs> 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 you know, well, that's why I stopped at the engagement. Right? That's why I didn't go yeah. fast. Right? Exactly. So you know, there's you a know, reason for that. <laughs> and I agree with you 100%. Because right. we, but when you think... Herein lies the challenge, I think, with a lot of people. Right. A lot of people think when you get engaged or when you get married, it's like, oh, that's it. Like, it's this is the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When in reality, and I've said this before in another podcast, marriage to me, and I said, marriage to me is dating every day, Absolutely. sleepovers mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. play dates every day. You don't, you don't lose that. Nothing, part nothing should married. change just because yeah. there's a ring on your exactly. finger. And I think for a lot of people, that unfortunately is like, oh, the ring on my finger, okay, like, this is. This is what it is, so forth and so on, and like now, yeah, like easy. this is the best it's ever going to be. Mm-hmm. But then you, but the, but then the problem, the problem in there lies now. You're assuming that none of you are going to grow and change uh-huh. between now and forty years down the line. And when you talk to anybody that's like eighty and they've been and they're married still, what do they say? We still hang out like we used to when uh-huh. we were younger. I, she's still as beautiful as she was back yeah, then. Because right. guess what? They've grown and changed and worked together. on it together. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been we just stayed here. And it's been like, it's like, well, yeah, no, I want to be with you. You know what I mean? And and that's why I said your prenup has to evolve. It goes from prenup to postnup to post postnup to post postnup. It keeps evolving as you evolve as well. Or is there a possibility of never having an agreement? Is there a time where you ever not have an agreement? Because 
I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, but listen, though. No. Listen, though. No. Guess what, though? Because that's what a marriage certificate is, right? It's an agreement when you think about it. Fair, but 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 that I, I think I think that's more of a business mindset because if you look back back in the day, your word was everything. A handshake was everything. You know what I'm saying? And and and, 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 and I agree. And I agree. I agree. Totally. Totally. And things have changed, obviously. But I like to think, you know what? Like things, like when it comes to love, to respect, to treating people, it's going to be a matter of like, listen. So death do his part. I love you. I'm standing here. I'm looking you in the eyes. Like we've gone through X amount, and my actions are matching what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, in your heart, you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I like to think whoever I'm with wouldn't bring a, a prenup into the equation unless I was worth billions. You see what I'm saying? Then in that case, I get it. But if it's just between you and me, and 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 hey, I'm not saying we're average, but you know what I mean, like. Oh, I'll you tell you, I'm, I'm broke. I'm a student. I would think that if somebody was worth billions, a prenup would be even less of a situation because they're not going to take all of your money. They're going to take half of your money no, at but, the very most. For sure. No, but when you think about that guy, the billionaire guy who sent his wife a, like when they divorced because they didn't have a prenup then, he sent her a check because she was like, well, this is it. But it was like, Eighteen, eight hundred and nineteen thousand. Like, pretty much, it was close to a billion dollars, and she still turned it down. down, Right? It's you have that sort of like. Why would you bring that up in the end? Like, why don't you just give her half of what you're worth? Right? But I mean, I get he has. I I get a billionaire would would have a lot to lose mm-hmm. but even when you lose almost everything you're still going to be cool with like a cool several million totally. versus somebody who you know makes i don't know eighty thousand dollars a year yeah, or something totally. like that, then that's that's what you're, you're not you know you're not making what a, a millionaire mm-hmm. a millionaire makes so totally. i would i could see you wanting to cover your ass on that more Mm -hmm. because you're making so much less. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't say it's a struggle. I wouldn't say someone making $80,000 is a struggle by any stretch of imagination. But when you compare it to somebody who's a millionaire or a billionaire, you know, your your, your cost of living or your lifestyle can dramatically decrease versus somebody who is a millionaire or a billionaire where your lifestyle will not decrease that much. But see, I get where they're coming from. I mean, if you've worked so hard all your life to make all this money and then somebody comes in with... Maybe not associated but shit yeah. intentions. Like leave you this my take this. Oh exactly. Yeah. Like that that's a problem. And I would see why that would be a problem. I mean, for you to have made that much money, you've had a lot of like business acumen, right? You've had a lot of contracts and a lot of negotiations, but you have that mindset. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to you to protect yourself in that way. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but at the same time, where does love come into it? Like, okay, so KP, let me ask you then. So would you make your future wife sign a prenup? Well, let's be honest. I'm bringing laws into this, so probably not. Probably, you probably <laughs> no. won't make her oh, sign that, a prenup. No, I won't make her sign a prenup. Okay. That's another thing that you have to add. Like, with if I had a prenup, everybody has debt. I want to carry yours. Like, after. but these are things you discuss. Yeah, but exactly. Some people don't me. discuss that. I know stuff, that's fair. Right? That's, that's fair. But even then, no. Sometimes me, verbal agreements count. No, yeah. but even then, no. I'd be like, I'd be like, babe, listen. This is my bank account. Have a look. I got nothing to hide. Exactly. Have a look. Now it's, let me see yours. And if book. and and if for whatever reason you were like, oh, I don't want to, be like, well, so then what's the point of, of us becoming two, becoming one? That's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the, that's the thing. And like in today's day and age, everybody wants to be 
separate, right? You you want your separate bank account, her separate bank account, and maybe you have like a communal account hey, well, just I'm for the for, the home things, right? Which Grace, makes which makes sense. But when you do get married, do know that some some parts of like the marriage yeah. Yeah, law might end up ending up on your end. For example, my ex's roommate. Once he divorced from his wife, she's a serial humiliator. Mm-hmm. If we can put it that way, mm-hmm. she left him with her bunk of debt from her previous marriage, and now he was sitting there with like all this debt, and she yeah. moved on to somebody new, clean slate for her, yeah, right? For sure. So, but, but did he know that before he got married to her? No, because mm-hmm. the most people will keep everything, or they'll show you what they need to show you, right. like, right. oh right. yes, I'll show you this part, and that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't get married. I was like, I don't see it all. I don't yeah, want to see sure. halfway. I got to see everything. And once you see the big picture, you're like, hmm, you know, I need to reconsider this. Yeah. And then family is another reason. People's families. Right. That so they don't come in and too. take more than they need to take. Tony, would you sign a prenup if your future husband asked you to? Or would you present one to him? Or would you present one to him? If he was an ancient nigga, yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean this you is... Was a no, no, no. This is... No, she's an ancient nigga. Oh, no. Okay. This, is, this is assuming... This is the man that you're madly in mm. love with and you want to spend the rest of your life with him and you don't think he's an ancient nigga because why would you marry an ancient nigga, right? True. So based off of what you know of him at that point where he's he's just good to you, like, you, you know, you want to spend the rest of your life with him, would you accept it if he made you or if he asked you to sign a prenuptial agreement or would you make him also sign a prenuptial agreement if that was the case or would that be a problem for you it would be a problem for me um and also me presenting one like if i'm with you i got you (laughs) you know like because the issue with prenups is that for a lot of people that means you don't trust me if you're if you're saying that you want me to sign this you don't trust me yeah. You know, which brings question from, you know, from the beginning. Nuke, would you make your future wife sign a prenup? Would you sign hers if she asked you to? No, because I'm like, well, what do you... Okay, my question would be, with this prenup, what don't you trust about me? Or what haven't I shown you already mm-hmm. that questions you mm-hmm. to provide this? So when she says, no, it's not, well, I trust you. I just, then no, I just want to, like, like Grace said, I just want to, if this, for whatever reason, does not work out... I want to leave with what I came in and you leave with what you came in with. And that's it. Clean slate for both of us. You know, like it's just insurance. That's all it is. It's just insurance. I'll be like, then unfortunately, then we can't be together then. Because if I can't trust you, but if you can't trust me verbally, mm-hmm. right, then how are we going to move forward as a couple? Mm-hmm. We can't. I guess. It's better to know that then. Yeah. It's better to know that yeah. then, right? Across the board. Yeah. I'm okay with that yeah, then exactly. at least. As opposed to it being 20 years, now there's two kids, and there's, a, God forbid, I don't want that, but there's a mortgage or whatever the case might be. No. And as far as I'm, listen, any relationship that I get into from here on out, we're going to discuss all these things. Because in my mind, the end goal is marriage. You know what I mean? So for, for me, it's going to be like, how many kids do you want? If you don't want kids, it's like, okay, what's your debt like? How much debt do you have? Babe, I love you, but we need to get rid of this before we get married. Mm-hmm. Because us getting into a marriage, the last thing that I want to argue about is money. Mm-hmm. The last thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm going to discuss it all. Because the last thing I want to do is put a ring on your finger and then find out that there's someone else, that you have another kid I never heard about, that there's all this debt. I don't know what. 
Mm-hmm. It's the last thing that I need. I agree with you and everybody else in the room that said that these are things that you discuss because oh, you don't date honestly. someone for two or three years. You don't talk about this shit. Totally. You need to talk mm-hmm. about this shit. Yeah. Especially if this is somebody that you're thinking. You know what I mean? Not not planning, mm-hmm. but at least thinking yeah, of marrying. But at the same time, I also agree with Grace in the sense that, okay, so say you guys have talked about certain stuff and you don't exactly agree with the way that they handle certain things, but you love this person and this person is your best friend and we all have best friends and our best friends are not perfect. For sure. So in that case, being that, you know, you guys still love each other regardless of the flaws, like you said, Grace, this person has, you're just being smart about it, drawing up a contract, highlighting what those flaws are and insuring yourself against it. That's all it is. You know what I mean? So it's in a way, like you said, you did touch on unconditional love, Unuqua, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in a way, a prenup is sort of unconditional love in the sense that you see, you outline what the flaws are, and you're saying, listen, despite I accept, all despite all of this, I still, accept. I still accept. You just have to sign on the dotted line so that if your flaws actually do drive me crazy to the point where we are going to divorce, I'm not going to let your flaws ruin me. Which makes sense. Hmm. I mean, I can't really argue with Touché. that. Touche. Touche. If, 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 if that is truly the case, and like, no ulterior motives, self-images in check. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's no baby daddy waiting pending six years of the line. Yeah. Like, say, for, okay, and, one, one thing, one, like, for example, right? There have been people that have put morality clauses in their prenuptial mm-hmm. agreement where if you cheat on me, then you don't get this or you only get a certain amount, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's completely valid, right? Because that's sort of like... I wouldn't say gambling, but that's putting that's putting a stake behind the fact that or the hope that you will be a faithful husband or wife, right? I mean, these are vows that you made to God and everyone in the mm-hmm. church and your family and everybody. So but the vows hey, don't matter then. No, the vows should matter, but let's be honest, some men are men and vows don't mean shit. Listen, 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 that's why I say all is fair in love and war. Mm-hmm. And listen, that's why they say it's better to have loved, right, and lost than never loved at all. Because every time you get into a relationship, there is a risk mm-hmm. involved. Whether it is a fuck buddy, a best friend where there's no sex, yeah. a, a, you're, a you're sec- that? A best friend with no sex. A best friend with oh, no sex. Oh, I think that's no sex. I was like, what's that? You know what I mean? Or, or, or your significant other. Mm-hmm. In that regard to prenups and writing something, no. I would never. Mm-hmm. Because so, so why do you sign a marriage certificate? If you're against a prenup, you should be I'm just signing a marriage certificate, certificate because that's what the government wants me to do. No, as you can, as, you can be a common law and then you don't need to sign anything. Yeah, hey, listen, listen, listen. listen. If, we're, if, like if, if, we're being, if we're being completely honest here, if we're being completely honest, 100% honest, I don't even believe in the ring. Because in my mind, why do I need to put a ring on your finger to prove to you that I love you? Why do, why do you need that ring on your finger? If that's the case, and, and honestly, and this is where the trust and whatnot comes into play. Okay. I don't even care if another guy hits on you. I love you. And out of that, I, I like to think that you will be like, guess what? I'm seeing someone. End of discussion. Yeah. And if you really want to be just a friend, Cool, awesome. If there's more than that, then I'm sorry we can't hang out. That is on you. Yeah. That is not on him. He doesn't know that. 
And you don't need a freaking ring on your finger. Because guess what? You take that ringer off, you put it away, and now you're talking to him. What's the point of putting a ring on your finger? Okay. So. However, on the other side, I do see the significance of it. From a woman's point of view, it's a sense of security. It shows the love. It shows consistency. It shows that I'm there. However, however, when push comes to shove, it's like you don't need a ring on your finger. To say that I love you. Are you talking about, about are you talking about are you talking about a wedding band or an engagement ring? Just so we have that distinction clear. Either or. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the uh, engagement ring. All right? Go for it. All right. So the reason that I need a ring, <laughs> yeah. and I need a big ring. Okay. Um, okay. Um. Is because a. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm listening. My father has told me mm-hmm. that he has no intention of giving me away to a man that cannot provide me with the life that he has not pro- that he has provided me my entire sure. life. Sure. So even if, if I was to show like a weak ass ring to my dad, my, my dad would literally be like, get that weak ass shit out of here. Okay. What is that? Okay. You know what I mean? Because for him, it's like, it's a worth thing. Like you come to me and you want to take my daughter's hand. Yeah. I have trained her. I have made sure she's a good girl. I have mm-hmm. educated her. Mm-hmm. I have done everything that I could possibly do to make her this gem that you see in front of you. Mm-hmm. So for you to not put anything less than the best on her finger mm-hmm. is an insult to her. Yeah. It's an insult to me. Okay. And it's an insult to all of the efforts that I've put in to make her the person that yeah. she is. Amen. Right. Amen. And on t- and again, that just echoes the way that I would feel about that as well. Because for me personally, say like, you know, we're in this, we're in this marriage for a little while, right? And you upset me, you do something, and I have to like Usa and I have to think about it. All I have to do is look at this ring, this big ass rock, and I'm like, okay, let's go for another five years, let's do it. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, it it's a reminder, and and again for me, it's a reminder of I don't want I don't want to use the word as it's a reminder of how much you love me because the guy should love you regardless anyway of whatever the fuck is on your finger. Thank you. But what I will say is when a man works really hard, right? Mm-hmm. Puts away all this money, all this mm-hmm. money, all this money to buy this ring, this symbol, mm-hmm. right? I'll look at the ring, not because it's big and it's shiny and because I'm vapid as fuck, not because okay. of that, but because I look at all the time and the money and the energy that you spent to present me with this token. Sure. And that symbolism that you were saying, yep. that's what I see, okay. right? In that in that ring, if that makes sense. like Totally. The, Money doesn't come out of nowhere. Money sure. equals to effort. Money equals to energy. Money equals to patience. Equals to all of these things that you must have amounted to to be able to present this to me. So for me, every time I look at this ring, be it the wedding ring or the engagement ring or whatever it is, but usually it's the engagement ring, I guess, because it okay. tends to be the more expensive out of the two. Um, that's what I think. Like, this guy loves me enough to have just put all this effort into this. And beyond that, it's... In a way, it's gonna. It's. I'm not gonna lie. In a way, it's just gonna make me kind of feel like sadiddy. You know what I mean? A little yep. bit like, ah, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. So so. That was, so first off, with regard to your dad and what and what he's, the gem that he's created. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Hundred percent. Okay. However, though, the relationship isn't between you, me, and your dad. Okay. Is it? No. You leave. I mean, it's you family. leave totally, but you leave your parents, and you and your husband become one. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's one. Two, scenario. Mm-hmm. I can provide for you mm-hmm. and give you the life that you want, mm-hmm. but there's no ring on your finger. Okay. Versus? Versus there's a ring on your finger and none of the things that you need in a relationship are there. 
Do okay, you so, stay? So yes wait, or no? So you mean need as in like emotional? Or you're talking? About I'm talking holistically. Everything. So so what? There's a ring on your finger. Okay. But I'm never there. Okay. Or whatever the case might be. Okay, let's listen. Okay, so you mean there's a ring on my finger, but we ain't eating, or what happened? <laughs> I'm like, talking across the board. I can't provide for you. Okay. In all areas. Okay, then I then I then I don't want the ring on my finger. That's a no brainer. But you've just said though, as long as there's a ring on your finger. If, if, if it was a situation where a ring was gonna happen anyway, not kay. in a situation where there's not gonna be a ring mm -hmm. at all. That's a, those are two very disparate like situations. Okay. So I obviously I'd much rather have a guy that's perfect with no ring than a guy that's not perfect with a big ass ring. What am I gonna eat what? with a ring? Perfect is in like he's perfect for you. Okay. Not perfect. Okay. Everyone has their flaws, but perfect yeah. for you. Okay. In whatever ways it is that you would need that person to be perfect for you. But I'm just saying. I that, that rock. I think I think the stigmatism, the stigmatism around the ring sometimes is very jaded. Okay, how so? In the sense, or maybe jaded is in the wrong word, but it's uh, it's for all the wrong reasons sometimes. Okay. You know because. I look at, and again, I'm looking at two different cultures here. Because I look at my parents. Mm -hmm. And they've been together longer than I've been alive. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen my parents with the ring on either of their fingers. But if my mom says jump, my dad says how high. Mm -hmm. If my dad says jump, my mom says how high. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're always there for each other. Yeah. So in that sense, I'm like, I know that there's love there. Yeah. You know, there doesn't need to be a ring on anyone's finger to know, you know? Mm -hmm. and it's going to be on a deeper level. You know what I mean? And and, and, and for yeah. me, that's the type of love that I would want. I want to be like, man, like, I don't need for there to be a ring or anything on her finger to know that she loves me, she respects me, and I respect her, mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. However, if it's there, and that's what makes her feel beautiful and confident and secure for all the right reasons, which then is what cool. I mean. Which is okay, I mean. then fine. Then, then I'm all for that. But but if it's but if it's just like if there's a ring on my finger, he's never gonna leave me. If there's a ring on my finger, then then we're good. So that's somebody yeah. who's not fulfilled. You see that's what I'm saying, though. Fulfilled within themselves, like, and I feel like a lot of the time that's that's what it is from the outside yeah, looking in. Because a lot of women too will look at marriage as being the Super Bowl of relationships. The right? wedding, I made it. They just look at the wedding, and then you know, that's why they have shows like Bradzilla. This is why they have Joe Millionaire. This is why you know, like just even like the sanctity in marriage and how like just beautiful it's supposed to be, like in terms of like two souls combining. That whole essence is completely lost. Lost it. It's gone. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, a ring is nice, but to have it for vapid reasons versus he worked really hard on this ring, it shows, mm -hmm. so I'm going to wear it proudly. What Does that make sense? What if kind of pulls the top, 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 top ring you're looking for, but is able to show you, like he was saying, able to show you all that essence of love. If, he's, if he's the perfect guy, but he can't afford the kind of ring that he, that he want, that I want, mm -hmm. he, what we'll do is we'll like set the money aside, I'll top it up to get or I'll try and I'll add to it to try and get the ring that I want right because with it the ring evolves. it is I yeah, mean yeah you can, people yeah. people exactly. lose engagement rings all the time right so they can change it yeah, right yeah, yeah. obviously so it like it wouldn't be a situation where I'm not getting the ring that I want so I'm just not gonna marry you, right even though you're the perfect guy for me it'd be different if it was like you're not the perfect guy for me and your ring sucks I'm not marrying you that's different it's a that's a double negative it crosses itself out so across if he the wasn't board. the guy for you but the ring is the rock that you want you marry him no 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 that's not, okay. what, I, that's not what I said no, I know I know but I'm like now I'm if saying if he wasn't the guy for me but the rock was perfect 
it would be hard, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it'd be hard as fuck. But I would say no. But I would say no because it's like you you look at the ring. That's it would be for the wrong. I can't if I know I can't be with you for the rest of my life. It's the treachery already. Yeah, it'd be. You already know it's gonna come out. Exactly, it'd be a problem. It'd be a huge problem. Going back to the prenup tools. Everybody says that they will not sign up to accept for Grace. Yeah, Grace. Grace is all about the yeah. force. Which makes sense. I, I, I told I told you why I agree with yeah, you. That's not the practicality of it. And like you said, it's the prenuptial, the financial part, yeah, it doesn't, like, I'd like to know what your long-term goals. As the economist in me, mm-hmm. I'd like to know in the long term, are we going to be, like, is this going to be solid? Or, like, some people really have, a shitty way of like you know dealing with your finances mm-hmm. but i'm willing to help you i'm just putting it here on paper if i know that this and that and that is where you struggle let's work on it together yeah. mm-hmm. and we have this sort of timeline here you sign it if we get to that like particular milestone we move on mm-hmm. it's taken off we'll put we either take a couple of other things off. It might end up even being like almost like a zero prenup because mm-hmm. there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. But seriously, put your families on that because family sometimes is the whole reason why a marriage fails. They do. It's true. Mamas and papas. It's true. It's money and family. But you know what though? Families is something you allow into it. Yeah. Family isn't something that just, we're getting married. Oh, add it to the hip. No, like you allow your parents to it's talk into you. You know, that's why they say you leave your mom and dad. And you two become one. But I, I'm, I'm speaking for my family here. I don't think they understand what you leave your family. <laughs> no, yeah. but, but they're like, leave, oh, we come not, not leave like I disown you, but it's like, man, like this is between my husband and I. No, I, I do understand that part. I do understand that part, but you know, parents. It's, like it's, most hard, parents. it's hard for some families because they are so close that to hey, separate I'm, themselves. I'm close with my parents too, but guess what? There are times where I've been like, mom and dad, do you trust that you've raised a good son? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. I've gone to school. I've done what you told me to do up until now. Have I given you any reason whatsoever to question my, my what? My choices from left and right? No. So what's the difference now? Right. And you let them think about it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? And I've realized parents are human too. They sure are. <laughs> They're not God. Mm-hmm. You know? And you just got to tell them like, hey, if I don't get to make my own decisions now, I didn't get to make them then. Mm-hmm. When do I get to make my own decisions? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of the times, you know I mean? they're just trying to protect their investment. Totally. Right? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. But I get what you're Which saying, though. Which is fair. I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. You're right. If my track record is good up till now, then what's, I don't see what the problem is, mom and dad. So let's move on to shout outs because we're coming close <laughs> to the end of the podcast. So I'm going to start with you, Nuke. So what do you want to shout out this week? Trap Soul is still pulling on my heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh. He is. He's killing me. Oh, keep doing your thing, sir. All right. And obviously, shout out to J. Cole. Obviously. Okay, Grace, what about you? What are you shouting out? Um, I'd like to shout out um, Shabak. It's it's the Canadian HIV AIDS awareness um, group, and Mm -hmm. it deals mostly with uh, African-American, Black, and Caribbean communities. Mm -hmm. Um, So... A shout out to them for doing their thing, bringing awareness into our communities. Nice and stuff. yeah, everybody, February 8th, that's the Shabak AIDS Awareness Day. Okay. So y'all go to their website, Shabak, C-H-A-B-A-C.org, I think, or .com. Just check it out. All right. Nice. Hey, Pete, what about you? What are you shouting out this week? Hmm. 
I'm going to go sports. I'm going to shout out to the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, <laughs> why, why, why are you shouting out the San Antonio Spurs? Because oh. even though they lost to Golden State oh. bad, they're still my team. Right up to the Lakers. I mean, Lakers are number one, but I can't shout out <laughs> yeah. Lakers right now. So, okay. yeah, I still got to give it to them. Even though they lost bad to, to Golden still, State, they're still, still fighting. Love still got my love for them. All still right. fighting hard. So. Okay. Tanya, what are you shouting out this week? Um, shout out to my Dynamite family, my boxing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, some fight cards coming up in the next couple months, which I will be fighting on. I'm mm-hmm. uh, going to be dedicating those fights to women, uh, survivors, and mm-hmm. victims of domestic violence and mm-hmm. just bringing more awareness. And, yes! You know, putting it in uh, people's heads. You know, this is a national issue. Yeah. You know, and it's across all boards, races, genders. No one's everybody. exempt. No yeah, one's exempt from it, sure. you know. So, yeah, okay. shout out to that and uh, holla at me, follow me, IG. IG. Yeah. What's your IG? Tell the IG for the people. I tell you. Some people can't spell. Oh, my name, A T T E N Y O. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Okay. And then I'm gonna shout out the Prince of Egypt soundtrack. Because it's one of the most amazing soundtracks. The Prince of Egypt. The Prince I was about to love that movie. I to go crying. I love it. The Prince of Egypt is one of my favorite I movies. And movie. the soundtrack just brings like emotion to the mm-hmm. entire movie. And when you listen to the soundtrack on its own, the soundtrack is, uh, I think it's made by Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the most powerful, powerful scores. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good. So amazing. So inspirational. And it's beautiful. And I'm just... I love it. Shout so out much. DreamWorks for actually portraying black people as the Egyptians. Yes, guys. shout out to DreamWorks <laughs> for that. Holy. Um, so yeah, shout out to that. I listened to it all the time. I was listening to it the other day in my car and it was just beautiful. What about you, Grace? What is your um, Instagram handle you said? Um, you can find me at ambitiously ambiguous. Can you spell that for the people who can't spell it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, make me ambitiously. So A M B I T I. O U S L Y ambiguous A M B I G U O U S. Is there any underscores or anything there? None. Okay. Just all one. Okay, cool. So that is the conclusion to another two-part episode. If you guys have any questions or you want to start a dialogue about anything that you've heard in any of the podcast episodes, please feel free to contact me. You can find me everywhere on social media. I am S-O-F-X-P-O-S-H everywhere. So that's Twitter, that is Instagram, that is Tumblr, that is Pinterest, everywhere. So hit me up, guys. Thank you so much for listening.